You are listening to the Balance Life Podcast with your host, Chris Biles, owner of More Balance Training. Pull up a chair. It's time to share. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Balanced Life Podcast. I am your host, Chris. I am the owner and operator of More Balanced Training, where we look at, oh my goodness, so many different things helping you get to your fitness goals. We offer in-person and virtual training, and we also offer supplements and apparel. So go head on over to morebalancetraining.com and Look and see what we have and go find all of your fitness and apparel and wellness needs. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're all having a great day. I know it's been a little while since I posted last. Uh, last month was kind of busy. was on vacation. Um, now I'm back. Back in the swing of things. Getting everything ready. Um, my business has, has been... It's been pretty busy, um, even though we're at the point right now, uh, right before the holidays, where things start slowing down. People are, you know, getting ready to eat up a storm, and uh, and so things have, you know, been busy and slowing down at the same time. But I cannot complain. I love it. Um, I it just, it's just, it's all about um, helping um, everybody, helping others um, reach their goals, no matter what they are. All right. So with that being said, guys, I mentioned we are heading. It is November 1st. We are heading toward the holiday season, guys. And we're going to a little bit later on in this next um, next time we meet, we will be talking about uh, preparing for the holiday season. Uh, the 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 ins and outs, some of the some maybe my uh, personal do's or don'ts for the uh, holiday season. All, you know, because there's a lot of overindulging that happens. Um, so look forward to that happening um, in the next couple weeks. Now, with that being said, today I wanted to talk to us about, you know, a quick little nutrition topic, guys. Nothing too deep, nothing too um, crazy, but we want to talk about protein today. All right. So we want to know, talk about a little bit of protein. All right. So... First and foremost, just want to let us know protein is a macronutrient. So there are three sources of macronutrients, which are actually sources of fuel. Many people think doesn't think about that in that way, but there are there are sources of fuel. You have carbohydrates, you have fats and proteins, and all of them, even though carbohydrates is the king, usually that's the one that many people um, talk about the most, but all of them are forms of fuel, right? So just think about this for a brief second, all right? If you haven't ever thought about it this way, I want you to take a minute and think about it like this. Just like your car needs gas to drive down the highway, your body needs fuel to function. And our, unfortunately for us, our fuel comes in the form of food, right? And anything that you eat is going to be some type of, is going to be in these three categories, carbohydrates, fat, or protein. Whether it's a sugar, uh, whether it's uh, some bacon or whatever the case may be, these type of things, like I said, we these are the three micronutrients that we have. All right. Now, just want to throw this off out there and in the, in the, right off the bat, it's because you have these things, 
there's not one particular thing that's going to cause you to get fat. Now, that's a whole different subject for a whole different time, but just really quickly, uh, people are always scared about the carbohydrates. There's always low carbohydrate diets, low fat diets, low all this other stuff, right? Carbohydrates is, like, again, it's fuel. Now, there are certain things I would say recommend to stay away from, like if you're going to eat uh, processed sugars and things like that, you can trans, you can, you can um, uh, substitute processed sugars for simple, like the the natural fruits, fruits and things like that, right? So again, I don't want to get off into that. So what happens is where the fat comes from is you're overconsuming your fuel and you're not using it, right? So what happens when we go ahead and we eat a lot of uh, things, right? and our body is not as active as it should be, then where else is the food going to go? It kind of stores itself as fat. So that's what happens. But I don't want to get off. We're not talking about carbohydrates today. We're talking about protein. All right? So just give you real quick, those three things are um, macronutrients. So now when it comes to protein, there is a, there is a mini, there is a, a, Conception, sometimes this is a misconception, that eating protein makes you lean, all right? Now, let's clarify that. Eating protein alone does not make you lean. So if all you're eating is protein, does not make you lean. Now, what usually happens, if a high-protein diet leads to weight loss, is likely due to eating fewer calories, okay? Now, what happens is because our muscles are made up of all is protein, right? Your muscles are your muscles is protein. Your hair, your nails, these type of things is protein. So what happens if you're consuming a high protein diet and your strength training that helps to that that's what contributes to getting leaner and building lean muscle. But eating protein alone is not going to be to do the case, do the trick, right? It's not like steroids, right? There's been really many studies. We talked about steroids before in the past, but there's been many studies that's been done on steroids that even just by taking steroids, your body's going to get bigger or whatever the case, whatever the steroids meant to do, your body's going to do that without any lifting of the weights. The lifting of the weights actually helps you get the bodybuilder body or you get the lean muscle. You look like you you, you carrying 3% body fat all the time. Um, those type of things. So it's, again, we're not talking about, <laughs> I don't want you to, because I got on that. We're not talking about uh, steroids. Just giving you an example. Same, it's the same case. If you're eating um, high protein alone, it's not going to cause you to be lean, right? You have to do stuff into that. You have to eat uh, a high protein diet and strength training, and that's what's going to get you that lean look, all right? So, why protein? Like I said, made it brief mention, protein is every part of our cells, of our body, right? Every single thing that you're made of, every, your skin, your, uh, your uh, nails, your hair, your muscles, all of this every, is part of every cell in the body, right? So, it makes sense that when you since this is the case, you want to give your body what it is to help it function properly, to rejuvenate, to do the things that it's meant to do, right? 
It's also necessary for growth and development. You want to have protein because you're growing. If you're trying, if you're if you're working out, right, and you see uh, you're breaking down muscle tissue as well. What do you do to help with the growth and development? You give your body protein, right? It supports your building and repairing of cells and tissues, just what I mentioned, right? If you're breaking down muscles by working out, eating the protein, putting protein back into your body is going to support building and repairing the tissues and cells that you damaged or you broke down, right? It plays a role in many body processes such as hormone and enzyme production, immunity, blood clotting, and fluid balance. Guys, it is protein is king. I know this guy right now, many by have heard of it called Liver King, Liver is King. No, but protein is is well is is amazing what it does to the body, especially when it comes to recovery, right? And again, um, like I mentioned, because every part of our body and part of our our, our anatomy is protein, um, you can kind of tell when you're deficient in it, certain things will will not be as uh, let's just say positive, right? So people that have a lack of protein. Sometimes you'll see certain things such as uh, brittle nails or uh, the hair is breaking and, and damaged. It's because of the protein and that's, they're def probably deficient in protein. All right. And lastly, on this, why protein? Protein-rich foods supply important vitamins and minerals. Man, you can't get around it. But, however... What I want to do say, just because I want to get into this, uh, although um, there are many things such as supplements out there, and you know, just a quick little plug, more balanced training is in the supplement game. We do have protein powders, right? They're grass-fed and things like that. But however, I myself am not going to promote, just because I'm selling that, I'm not going to promote um, protein powders or a supplement over the real deal, right? You want to get your protein from net, from sources, right? Food sources. And if you're unable to do that, then that's when you want to go ahead and uh, supplement it with a protein powder. So if you're having, if you're taking in a certain amount of meals throughout the day, and one, and you actually, you, you, if you're using my fitness powder, one of those different tools, which are great. And you realize that you know I haven't had enough protein, then there you can go ahead. You can supplement some protein powder, protein supplement that you of your choice into your into your daily diet, um, right? And I I use diet loosely, but diet is just basically what you're eating throughout the day. Don't think about it as a weight loss program or anything like that. Okay, um, these are the things that you want to do. Never suck sacrifice uh, food for the protein for the for the supplement. Okay. Now, with that being said, protein only comes from animal sources, right? Wrong. <laughs> thought I was going to get you. Thought you was going to have this come. I was going to hear some comments about, hey, no, 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 that's wrong. <laughs> you can get protein from both animal and plant sources, guys. It just depends on what you want to eat, right? Um, so here's some different sources that you have, right? You have beans and peas. So beans and peas or peanuts. These are what's known as legumes, right? You have eggs, which of course we know is from an animal. You have fish and shellfish, right? My favorite of those is a, is a salmon and those different type of fish, right? 
lean meats, right? Lean meats, what is that? You got venison, you have uh, bison. Bison, believe it or not, is a very lean animal. No matter how big it is, even though it's a gigantic animal, it's very lean. Uh, what else is there? Uh, certain things you like the game ear meats like the lamb the um, the the, the deer, no, I'm sorry the um, the lamb or the goat very great sources of protein right especially if you like if you want red meat okay you also have low fat milk cheese and yogurt now these also come from animal products right you have nuts nut butters and seeds man throughout the last bunch of years the butters from the nuts and the things that you have you've they have bypassed the whole peanut butter situation right. And you have nut butters and seed butters now. Even you go to Costco, you can get a big, gigantic bar, uh, bottle of seed butters, different types of seeds. Um, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's delicious, actually. I, I use that in my protein shakes. I use that in my, uh, when I make, um, what do you call those, little energy balls, like four or five different greens. That's the butter that I use. I use that, right? So it's great, right? You have skinless poultry. Bodybuilders' main diet, chicken and broccoli, right? Um, uh, those are skinless. It's going to be a little healthier. It's going to be a little leaner. Um, the breast on the chicken, you know, I personally, I don't eat chicken, nor do I eat turkey. But however, those are great forces. I actually eat, um, um, what do you call it, quail. I love that bird, right? Or I eat pheasant. Those are the birds that I like. And then some grains such as quinoa. Quinoa is a great source of protein. So, and I personally, all these things I mentioned, I personally like um, quinoa. Now, the things I mentioned is other forms of protein. Um, there are other sources of protein. You can get them from uh, tofu, you know, things like that. But these are actually... Uh, some forms of nutrient-rich protein sources, nutrient-rich protein sources, right? And that's what we want, right? So just don't have just a protein source. Just to have a protein source, you might as well, you know, get the full gambit of the whole uh, of the whole experience of having protein and have a nutrient-rich protein source, right? Now, like I said, a lot of these things I like. I mentioned some of the things that I, I personally use. Uh, quinoa, I love guys. If you you know, it's, it's amazing. It's a grain and it's a protein at the same time. Um, but man, if you never have had a Buddha bowl, right? Buddha bowl is like so. When I do my Buddha bowls, uh, you can make them in different things, but there's, there's it's a few different um, uh, few different items within one bowl, right? So what I do for my Buddha bowls, I use quinoa, I use sweet potatoes. I grab uh, Brussels sprouts, roasted Brussels sprouts, delicious, and um, sometimes uh, black beans in that. But I took put all that together in a bowl with some sriracha. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, my wife likes it as a lunch item, but I'll eat that as dinner. But it's it's great, and that's you get all your little different um, food groups in there as well. Okay, um, so with that being said, well, guys, we're, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pause for the cause, and we're going to come back with the rest of this talk about protein. All right, be right back. All right, guys, welcome to part two of our topic today, protein. So when you look at protein, um, 
and I'm trying to make this as simple as possible because there's a lot of, and you go look at this, there's a lot of information out there, okay? Um, so what does a protein need? Like how much protein does a person need in a single day? Now, there's many different things. Like if you're um, NASM, NASM has a chart. There's different places that they have charts. Some of the education, pro so a lot of the, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, nutrition courses you might take, uh, will tell you it's between anywhere between 0 0.8 grams per kilogram of uh, 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. Okay, so understanding kilograms, if you really want to go to the deepest part of that, understanding kilograms is is uh, so your body weight divided by 2.2. Right, so that's zero point eight is on a low end, right? So if you're one hundred and seventy five, one hundred seventy six pound person, that I mean you're eighty six, eighty kgs, right? So you would take the eighty kgs, multiply that uh, by zero point eight, and then that would give you your number, right? So let's do a quick math, real quick. So if you're, like I said, if you're, uh, uh, 80 kgs times 0 0.08, no, 0.8, sorry, 0.8, that'll be 64 grams of protein a day, okay? So that's how much you would need if, now these, now also, you also got to take this in mind, in consideration too, if you're sedentary. So if you're just a normal average person that just that's uh, working just your regular job and going home and eating your meals and everything like that, that's how much protein you need each day total for all of your meals, 64 grams of protein, okay? Um, now, if you're a little higher on this scale um, and you're doing, you're, ex you're working out every single day and you're working out vigorously, then now that goes from 0 0.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per day per kilogram of body weight. So remember, you also you want to take your body weight and convert it into kilograms, and that's what it was going to get you um, your your number of uh, grams of protein per day. Okay, now that's the <laughs> that's the mathematical, very intense type of thing that you want to do. Okay, however, many people don't want to go through all that. All right, so I'm going to give you some of the basics of what you need. So look, now again, what I'm about to say to you is based off of your, um, off, based off of your personal uh, lifestyle, whether you're sedentary, whether you work out one, two, three days a week, right, whether you work out whatever, it's going to, it's going to be different and you're going to want to adjust accordingly to what you are doing so again just with fit with nutrition guys and what i've noticed with nutrition just like with fitness there's no one size fits all it's basically you have some parameters that you can work with and then what you should do to do that now you have to figure out or work with a nutritionist if you're able to do that that's going to help you specifically get what your needs are okay so with that being said this is based off of your calorie needs right if you're not burning the calories, you don't you don't want to eat a whole lot of food 
because now again, what does it do? It converts to body fat, okay? All right, so if you're a female, your average, average ounces, okay? Average ounces is about five to five and a half ounces a day. Now, there's gonna be some type of math you're gonna have to do. You're gonna do some scales, gonna to have to be like that, right? Uh, but that's, that's your average. There's ways to make this easier, but I'm giving you an average. So if you're a female, you want five to five and a half ounces of protein each day. And if you're a male, you want five and a half to six ounces of protein each day. Now this is on the, this is on the low end, okay? Now again, you're gonna to have to adjust accordingly according to your needs. Now, just give you a little side note. One serving of lean meat, which is poultry or fish, is three ounces, right? So you can about guesstimate that that's about the size of a, and thickness of a deck of cards. That's three ounces. So if you look at that deck of cards, you have three ounces, ladies. You got two, two and a half, two to two and a half ounces more on top of that to get your serving of protein each day, right? So you actually really think about it. you're not eating a whole lot of meat. You're not eating a whole lot of protein, right? Late men again. So you'd be close to eating two decks of cards, right? You can split that over today. You can do this, that, and the other third, okay? Now, when you look at meeting your protein needs, okay, you want to balance your protein needs with other nutrients, right? You can have two eggs for your breakfast. If you're eating, if you had two eggs, a piece of toast, and a banana, you had about, that's two ounces of protein. You have, if for lunch, if you eat a sandwich plus yogurt and some carrots, that's about three to four ounces of protein. If you eat your snack, you have an apple, a little teaspoon of peanut butter, that's about one ounce of protein, and then there you go. So, if you do it that way, with you talking about your breakfast, lunch, and snack, you've already met your, your protein intake well before dinner, right? So then you have to adjust that too. If you want your protein during for lunch, you want some protein for lunch, you want some more carbohydrate uh, meal throughout the day. Uh, just again, these are, I'm giving you basic, 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 as basic as possible, because this could be a very detailed uh, topic if we're, when we're looking at this, okay? Now, certain situations can affect protein needs. Right. If what I just gave you is the most sedentary, that is the person that's the most average person. OK, and I don't mean it like that. This be be cruel. But I'm saying is, we're, you know, everybody's everybody's energy needs are different. It's all about your energy needs, because, again, your body is running off of fuel. Right. If you're not as active, you don't need much fuel. Right. So. Certain situations can affect protein needs. First off, elite athletes. You've heard the stories where uh, Michael Phelps, we'll use him as an example. When he was competing, he was consuming between five to 10,000 calories a day. I think it was upwards more than close to 10,000. But hey, he had, so he was swimming three, four, five hours a day, right? You need that. Now you become an endurance athlete 
and that's a whole other animal in itself, right? You have kidney disease. If you have kidney disease, they're gonna your doctor, nutritionist, should adjust or give you understanding of how much protein you need to have, right? Some older adults, if you're vegetarian or vegan, a lot of vegetarians, they, they, it's been argued between the vegetarian and the vegan community and the meat eater community that vegans aren't getting enough protein. So you're gonna to need to do some supplementation if you're a vegan, um, you're gonna to have to do, you're gonna try and find some uh, complete proteins to eat, right? So you can get your full mecca of essential nutrients, right? Um, and then again, wounds or burns. If you're wounded, you burn, you probably gonna, protein is gonna help with repairing tissues. We just talked about, about that earlier in this topic today, right? These are things that you wanna do. But specifically, more so than anything, guys, before you go and do this, I would recommend, seriously, go speaking with a registered dietitian, registered nutritionist, or nutrition coach might help you. Um, there are certain, like that, I'm studying to become a nutrition coach right now, but it's still, there's some, my scope of practice is still not as uh, detailed as somebody who is a registered dietitian or nutritionist, okay? So you still want to take that, if, um, that, that extra step, and I recommend, there are nutritionists out there that would that could put you through or set you up with the proper nutrition format for you, and they can adjust it just like when you have a personal trainer, right? All right. Now, now with that being said, I'm gonna give you eight tips, right? Eight tips for um, nutritious protein choices. Eight of them. Number one, choose lean cuts of meat. Right? We talked about that. We talked about the, the chicken breast, lean, the bison. Oh, my gosh. The uh, bison is delicious if you have never had bison. Um, venison. If you like quail, especially, I mean, sorry, venison. If you like venison, um, especially if it's cooked properly, if it don't have a little gamey thing, but venison is a very lean protein source, okay? And I'm saying it because I love it. It's, it's really good. If you've never had it, you can have a, a venison burger, you have the venison sausages, you have the whatever you want to do with venison, but it's a lean choice of meat. Trim visible fat from meats and remove skin from poultry. Okay, so you want to trim the visible, forms, from, visible fat from meats and remove skin from poultry, okay? Again, this is the, the fat. You want to take the extra fat off. Even though um, um, fat is a protein, I mean, sorry, a fuel source, but you don't want to have too much of it, right? Um, remove the, the skin from the poultry, okay? Limit processed meats. These are the hot dogs, the sausages, the bacon, the deli meats. Guys, these are the way these are processed. There's a lot of sodium in them. Uh, sometimes um, you're not getting... Especially with hot dogs, we've already known the story about hot dogs, but sometimes the hot dogs are not getting the best cut of the meat, right? Try to limit those as much as possible. Enjoy fish and seafood, right? Salmon, uh, what do you call it? Bass, if you've never had bass, <laughs> oh my goodness, you're missing out, right? Enjoy fish and seafood. Number five, try low-fat milk, yogurt, and cheese, as well as certain grains such as quinoa. 
right? We already talked about those things. Um, try meatless meals like beans, lentils, and soy products. I personally am not going, do not like recommending soy products, but I'm not going to knock you, knock you if you want the soy products, but there's other choices that you can have. But these are just some things like beans, lentils, uh, like the quinoa, uh, garbanzo beans, great. Those are the form of beans. Um, those, those type of things, right? Um, and if I'm not mistaken, there's some, some vegetables that have um, protein, right? Uh, number seven, use healthy cooking methods such as braising, roasting, or grilling. Right, you want to avoid the breading on there, and you want to avoid the frying. Now, here's the reason why with the breading and the frying. Number one, depending on what type of breading you're using, a lot of stuff's been bleached, right? Bleached with uh, sugar. Okay, um, so now you're adding a carb to the to the to your protein, and then the frying it becomes what's really the thing about the frying. Um, there's nothing wrong with it every now and again, but if that's something that's your main stack, well, you might want to step back from that because what's happening now when you deep fry uh, item, now the it's becoming uh, calorically dense, right? And then so there's a whole lot of, every part of the fiber of the thing that you're eating is full of oil, right? That stuff clogs arteries, Especially after doing it over and over and over again. So you want to be careful on that, okay? And lastly, number eight, watch nut and seed portions, which are high in calories. Like, they're great. They are great, but you want to do those in moderation. You don't eat a whole bag of nuts, a whole bag of seeds, because they're high in calorie. And now what, what happens again, what I say in the beginning, if you are eating something and it doesn't go anywhere, you're not using it, well, guess what? Now it... <laughs> Um, converts to fat. And if you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, that's the last thing you want to do. Some other some other thing, back it up against, guys, some other uh, vegan or meatless uh, options. You have buckwheat, you have hummus, which is made out of garbanzo beans or uh, chickpeas, I should say. You have uh, edamame beans, which is another form of soy. You have peanut butter, you have beans and rice, Beans and rice together is a is an essential, is a complete protein, okay? Uh, hemp and chia seeds, great, right? Plus it's good for fiber with those things. And something called spirulina. Oh, and I did mention uh, broccoli. I think I, said, I did say that, but I had to double check what we were doing while I was telling you this. Broccoli is a great form of uh, protein. Uh, oats is a form of protein. Uh, chia seeds, we mentioned chia seeds. Brussels sprouts, hey. So you've had a Buddha bowl with the Brussels sprouts, you got a high protein dip meal. Uh, grapefruit, interesting enough, grapefruit is protein, mushrooms, avocados, and green peas, all right? So there's plenty of options out there, guys, for, um, for uh, your protein needs. And just also remember, guys, when you're out there and you're looking at, please don't forget to read the food labels. Now you go to many restaurants, they're having a different, uh, uh, your breakdown of what your food is. You def guys, look at those and then see what the protein amount is because if you're trying to figure out how much protein you should have in your day, along with how many grams of protein, then this is going to be a helpful guide for you, right? When you're going and doing your um your um your protein needs based off your energy, okay?
or your lifestyle. Now, I'm almost done, guys. We're wrapping up. But again, what we want to do is we want to take all the stuff that we learned today and we want to apply it. Everything we talked about, everything we do as a uh, working, you know, working out, dealing with your body, you want to be, be able to apply it. So enjoy plant-based protein for a snack, such as nuts and seeds, right? Uh, Ezekiel bread is another thing, lentils, broccoli, those type of thing. Oats, great forms of uh, protein. Opt for a protein-rich meatless meal, right? Quinoa, the Buddha bowl, which I told you about, that's a protein-rich meal, right? Try eating protein in small balanced meals throughout the day and try a new protein. Don't just do the bodybuilding diet where you are eating nothing but the broccoli and the chicken. That's going to be boring after a while. The thing is with us as humans, it's one thing I noticed when you like variety, you change things up, it's easier to sustain. If you're just going to do one type of thing all the time, that does get boring. And most likely, nine times out of ten, people do not keep up with those things when there are um, when that's the case. All right, guys, that's today's topic for the day. I hope that it was something that you enjoyed and you can learn from it. Uh, because when it comes to eating. Um, there are so many different things out there, many, um, so much information out there, as well as it's hard to navigate through the stuff that's useful for you. All right. With that being said, guys, I thank you for your time. Remember, do not forget to remember that I, we here at More Balanced Training offer all of your fitness and nutrition and wellness needs, guys. Uh, let me know what you need. We do have uh, a certified nutritionist that we can, that we can set you up with to help you to answer some questions uh, or to help you navigate through uh, your personal goals. Again, we offer, we also go into the website morebalancedrain.com. We offer uh, supplements such as I have a, uh, a protein powder that's on there. You have a couple of flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and I think strawberry, I believe. Uh, and we have some collagen and things like that. So please feel free to reach out to us and we can help you with every way we possibly can. And if you are in need for a personal trainer, you know where to come. All right, guys, uh, with that being said, you have a great day, great first of November, and until next time, take care. Keep moving forward. <laughs>